Hello, everyone. Welcome back to When Hustle Meets Flow, the podcast. I'm your host and friend, Christy Dole. I'm a life coach. I'm an entrepreneur. And I am fully, fully into these practices that I am teaching you and guiding you through. So this is part two of a two-part series, I guess, on the podcast. Um, I just released How to Process 2020. I took you through a little practice and now we are going to create intentions and dreams for 2021. Now, I want to give credit where credit is due. I have been doing this practice for years, and I follow along on another podcast that I love and listen to. It's called Conversations from the Heart, um, a yoga girl podcast, and it's my favorite. And a lot of what I'm going to do with you guys is, is what I actually did doing the, doing the work that she, um, provided through her podcast. So kind of, you know, making it a little bit my own, but really wanted to give credit where credit is due. Um, this is a practice that I've been doing for the last four or five years. And I can tell you, it makes such a difference walking into a new year when you've really taken time, like intentional time, like you purposely, you know, told the husband to watch the kids. You purposely turned off, you know, put your phone on airplane mode or, or do not disturb. And you purposely set the stage to, to have the space for yourself. I, I just, it makes the biggest difference. I, I know that the work that I did a year ago, I like literally followed me this entire year and really helped make such a crazy upside down year. It really kept me grounded. So I'm hoping the same for you. Okay. So if you listen to last episode, we essentially processed, we really felt into what 2020 brought for us. We looked at what we learned. We looked at what we, what we um, gained, what we lost, what we are grateful for, what was beautiful, all of that. And now we are going to look forward to 2021. But first I do want to just take a moment or two and journal on 2020 just for a moment. And here's what I want to do. So the first thing, and this is what, um, this is what was Rachel, uh, yoga girl. This is what she did. And I thought it was fantastic. So I really want to offer it to you guys. So what I want you to do right now is when I say, so you're going to hit pause and I want you to play your favorite song right now. And I just want you to dance to it for at least three, two to three minutes. Put on your favorite song to listen to right now and just dance. Dance like no one's watching. Dance like you were a kid. Dance. Just dance. Just like move the body. Because in order to kind of feel into the body, we have to connect with the body. And the best way to do that is to move it. So I want you to hit pause right now and listen to your music, your song, and then come back. Okay. I'll see you right back here. Okay, great. So now what I'd like you to do is sit down. Okay. You might be out of breath. You might be, you know, the blood is flowing. That's wonderful. Sit down, take a nice deep breath in, let it go. Make it an audible exhale. Okay, and place your hands right over your heart. And I want you to think about your 2020. In fact, I want you to feel into your 2020. 
And again, just bring those feelings back into your heart space. Allow, you know, they, they were already there. Just let them come back and up to the surface again. And really just kind of identify what were those feelings that kind of you felt the most all year in 2020? What did you feel the most? Were you scared most of the time? Were you worried? Were you confused? Were you um, apathetic? Were you frustrated? You know, what was, what, what was that feeling? And again, hand over heart, allow the feeling to just sort of bubble up right where your hand is. Um, you know, what did you mourn in 2020? And then what did you celebrate? Okay, so let's just bring those learnings and lessons back up into the heart space. And let's breathe in again and a nice big sigh out and open the eyes. Okay, so just for a moment, I want you to just journal on 2020. Just journal on the feelings that you felt journaled on what you mourned, you know, what did you, what did you lose? What did you have to say goodbye to? What didn't you get to experience that you thought you would? And then what, what did you celebrate? Okay. Let's kind of leave this 2020 processing on a high note. What did you celebrate in 2020? And maybe it's just surviving it. (laughs) If that's, if that's what you can celebrate, that's okay. But really try and find like what happened this year in 2020. 20 <coughs> that you can celebrate. I'm going to take a sip of water. Okay. So now what we're going to do is we're going to look at the four big areas of our life. Um, and we are going to do a little audit, okay? So the four big areas of our life are home, mind, body, and soul. Home is your house where you live. It's your family. It's your kids. It's your spouse. It's your loved ones. It's friends and relationships and pets and your gardens and all of that, okay? That's your home. The mind is everything that you create. This is work, career, your studies, uh, what you're writing, what you're reading, your finances, your money, abundance, your investments, you know, anything that you're creating is the mind. Your body is your physical body. It's your health. It's your well-being. It's your physical wellness. It's your strength your flexibility. Okay. If you are suffering from a chronic illness, it's, it's all of that. Okay. And then soul or spirit, whatever you feels right for you is everything around your connection to source to God. So this is your religion or your spirituality. This is meditation. This is healing. Okay. This is prayer and self-care and therapy, or if you're working with a coach, right, this is all of that. Okay. So what I want you to do now, just like the last episode, I'm going to go through these prompts pretty quick. I want you to pause the podcast and answer the journaling prompt and then, you know, unpause it as we go. So do not feel like you need to, you know, write as quickly as you can, because the whole point of this is for you to process. All right. So what I want you to do is for 2020, we're going to write a high and a low 
for each area of our life. So for the home, what was a high for 2020? So for me, I just wrote, you know, being home with my kids was a high and a low, if I'm being honest. It was mostly a high, but gosh, there were moments where I needed a break. <laughs> I wish my parents lived near me so badly this year because I, I really needed a break and we don't really have that much help. Um, so, you know, my husband grew a garden, which was so beautiful. That was high. The low um, was a tree crashed into that garden, which was kind of sad. Um, and my husband and I, we, we had kind of a, a, a hard season this year. It was, we had a, a few months where it was a, really hard. And so that was a low. So again, doing this for each area of your life, what was the high and the low for your mind, for your body and for your soul? Okay. So pause this and take as much time as you need to go through those. Okay. Now, now that we've been able to do that with 2020, now it is time to get into the dreaming and the vibration and the embodiment of what you're looking to bring into 2021. So here are your journaling prompts. In 2021, I want to feel, okay? In 2021, I want to feel. That's your first, that's your next journaling prompt. And just to give you guys an idea, I wrote, you know, and the thing is, is I did this and I really, instead of, you know, what's interesting is when I personally do this practice, I have this idea in my head about what I want in 2021. But then when I really sit down in my space, oh, by the way, I forgot to say, make sure you're in a space that is for you. Make sure there's no distractions. Um, make sure, you know, you've got your, if you're into crystals or if you have, you know, shells from the beach, anything from nature that you can have around you that helps you feel grounded, have some water, light a candle, really try to bring in the four elements, earth, air, water, fire. And that makes it so that it's really just this beautiful space for you to create in. But when I sit down and actually drop into my heart and, and do this work, I realize that actually what my heart, what my spirit, what my higher self wants is totally different than what my brain think it, thinks it wants. So I wrote that I want to feel more connection. I want to feel like I'm truly stepping into my higher self, um, that I want to really help people. I want to feel like the work that I'm doing is really making a difference in the world to people. Um, and I want to feel like I'm really using and sharing my gifts. So next prompt, an ideal life for me. Ooh, I loved this prompt when I heard it. I was like, yes, this is where I get to really just dream about what my perfect life is. So what's an ideal life for you? Are you working where you work now? Are you um, home? Are you away? Are you, you know, um, just what is an ideal life for you? I know for me, I wrote, for me, my ideal life is I work in the mornings. I wake up nice and early, you know, 5, 5.30. I do my morning routine. I basically get most of my work done by noon. And then the rest of the day is for me, my family, and whatever I want to do. Like that is my ideal life. So what does that look like for you? Are you traveling more? Are you being more creative? Are you writing a book? Are you, you know, what are you doing? What is your ideal life? 
And don't think like, well, that's not realistic. That is not, this is not the time for quote unquote realistic. Okay. This is the moment for you to dream. So just go there. All right. Moving to our next prompts. So now we're going to go through the four different areas of our life and we're going to create some goals. Now, if you don't like goals, you can write dreams or whatever word resonates with you. And I just want to tell you guys, you know, when I did this work um, and I was listening to the Yoga Girl podcast earlier, she said three and there's no way I could come up with three. All of mine have like seven or eight. However, you might only have one and that's okay. Three is just a guideline. So if you have way more than three, it's fine. If you have only one, that's totally fine. So what are your, what are your three clear goals for your home? Remember home is not only your, your actual, where you live, your dwelling, but it's your relationships. It's your family. It's your kids. It's your friends. It's, it's, it's all of that. Okay. I know for me, my, one of mine is to keep my home clean and spacious. Um, another big goal of mine in 2021 is to have a deeper loving connection with my husband. And another one is, and I, I'm so proud of myself because in 2020, I really only had friendships that I loved. Like I didn't have any friends in 2020 that when I was like with them, I was like, why am I with, you know, why am I spending time with these people? And maybe I'm the only one here, but I feel like a lot of us spend time with people that we don't really enjoy. And in 2020, I really allowed myself to just put up boundaries around relationships that were not healthy for me and really cultivated friendships. Like I can tell you, I have about three or four girlfriends right now in my life that genuinely like me for me. And I'm almost 40 years old. And that's the first time I've ever been able to say that. And I love and adore those women. And I want to continue to cultivate those friendships. So don't forget, you want to move to mind. What are your three goals for your mind? Again, your mind is around your finances, your creation, your business, your career, your um, side business, you know, your network marketing business. What do you want to create? Um, so for me, I want to create sold out group containers because I love teaching group. I love doing group coaching. I've learned about myself. Um, yeah. So just write down what are your three goals around your mind? And then moving into the body, what are three goals for your body in 2021? So this year I ran my very first half. I have another goal to run another half next year. I want to do it again. Um, my big goal for 2021 for my body is I want to feed it and nourish it way better than I have been. I'm for sure on like the mom diet where you just, you eat standing up, you eat, you know, scraps off of your king's plates. You just, you know, it's like nine o'clock and you've realized that you've eaten two things. That's kind of the pattern that I've been in lately. And that is obviously not healthy or sustainable. So that is a big goal for me. Also, another big goal for me, and this is for sure TMI, but hey, here we are, is I want to strengthen my pelvic floor. Guys, I got a trampoline for Christmas, which was what I wanted. And holy moly, I need to strengthen my pelvic floor. I, I know the moms here can relate, but when you jump on a trampoline, 
it's like all of a sudden you're like, what is happening? Did I just pee my pants? (laughs) So strengthening my pelvic floor is a 2021 goal. All right. So don't allow yourself to, or allow yourself to really be free with what comes up. Okay. It doesn't always have to be. And please, in fact, don't have a goal to lose weight, please. That is so 2000. I mean, really, if you want to lose weight, focus on feeling healthy. Let's say you want to lose 50 pounds. The question I have for you is, when you lose 50 pounds, how will you feel? That is the goal. I want to feel energetic. I want to feel lighter. I want to feel sexy. I want to feel strong. That is, I just want to say that. Please, please, please don't feed into this diet culture crap. Um, You are perfect as you are. If you want to lose weight, do it to be healthy, not to look a certain way, okay? That is the quickest way to fail in a diet, by the way, is to focus on how you look. And I can tell you, I've lost probably 60 pounds in, I don't know, three or four years that never came back because I focused on how I felt, not on what I looked like. All right. And then lastly, don't forget to do um, your three goals for your soul, for your spirituality, for your religion, for your connection with source, for your own healing. You know, one of my biggest goals for 2021 is to love on my inner child every time I feel triggered. Anytime somebody triggers me or anytime I'm triggered by anything, uh, my my goal, and, and I've been doing it and I want to continue to do it, is I follow the trigger because you can't be triggered by something that wasn't already inside of you, okay? So if you, you know, one of my triggers is, let me think, um... I don't know. I can't even think of one right now, but if someone, you know, says something or I hear someone talking bad about me and I feel triggered about it, you know, the thing that's upsetting me isn't so much that that person talked bad about me. It's that they've triggered something that was hurt already inside of me. And at the end of the day, when you follow that, it always goes back to our inner child and our inner child just wants to be seen. I know for me, my visual is I literally visualize myself as like a five or six year old kind of sitting on the floor, hands on her knees, head down, kind of curled up. And she just wants someone to go and sit next to her and say, Hey, I see you. It's okay. You don't have to be afraid. You're loved. We're okay. That's That's one of my top things for my soul in 2021 is for that little girl that's sitting on the ground that doesn't want to be seen for her to feel fully seen and safe and happy. So again, little, little, uh, personal, but I just want to share with you what these can look like. Okay. Next prompt in 2021, what is a boundary that you want to set? What are you not energetically available for in 2021? Um, I am not available for people who don't really accept and love me for me. I will not compromise just for convenience sake. And I will trust my intuition more when I'm around people like this. So my boundary 
is I'm not going to hang out with people, even if it's convenient, even if my kids are friends with their kids or whatever, I'm not going to surround myself with people that I have to feel like a lesser version of myself in order to be in their presence. Okay. So what is a boundary that you have? Maybe it's a boundary with your mom or your family. Maybe, you know, you have a family member that's constantly asking, so when are you going to get married or when are you going to have a baby? And it's just like, you know, maybe that's your boundary. So what is a boundary you're going to set? What is a self-care practice that you will take into 2021? This is your next prompt. What is a self-care practice I will take into 2021? Maybe it's a morning routine. Maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's, um, you know, dancing to embody that feminine energy. Well, maybe it's drinking more water. It could be just as simple as drinking one more glass of water a day. What does that look like for you? So now we want to create our intentions. So now you know what your goals are. Now you know what what you're not energetically available for. Now you know what is a self-care practice you want to bring in. So what is your intention for 2021? My best advice here is to make it a very clear and concise sentence that when people ask you, you know, what is your intention for 2021? You can very easily say it. I can tell you when I did this work, actually this morning, I journaled and journaled and I had a very long convoluted sentence. And after I read it, I was able to come up with someone that was more uh, short and concise. So for me, my intention for 2021 is to live my truth unapologetically, to heal, to shed layers that don't serve me and to inspire and help others as I do this for myself. Again, when I sat down to do this work in my head, it was like, make a ton of money and go traveling and blah, 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 blah. But when I really sit down and ask myself what's in my heart, this, this is what came up. So allow yourself to really go into your heart space. What is meant for you will never pass you by. Remember that. So just really allow yourself to feel into what your intention is. All right, here we go. Moving forward. Yeah, so I wrote my intention for 2021 is to heal and shed layers that do not serve me and to help and inspire others as I do this. Um, now we're going to take this intention and we're going to turn it into an affirmation. An affirmation is an I am statement. It's said in the present. So like intentions is like, this is what I want to do. An affirmation is like, this is what I am doing currently. Okay. So maybe write, it could be as simple as I am healing. I am filled with love. I am purposeful. I am creative, right? It it doesn't have to be this huge thing. It could just be that. My, I, I have a couple Um, I wrote, I am healing and shedding all layers that do not serve me. I am creating from the most authentic place in me. I really like that one. Um, Another affirmation is my inner child is seen and loved by me every day, which is, again, that's an intention that I have. I am loved. That's another one. So really just kind of coming up with a few and then you don't have to settle on it today, but just keep this paper around and revisit it. And one of them, it's the one that when you read it, you smile and you feel it in your heart. Like just now I read, I am creating from the most authentic place in me. And that felt so good to say that. So, so far that's a contender. 
And last but not least, we're going to find our word for 2021. Guys, I cannot tell you how, what a game changer it is to have a word that you that you find after having done all this work and how amazing it is to have this word follow you into your new year. So my word, and again, I, I cheated a little bit because it was really two words, but my word for 2020 was aligned creation. I wanted to create anything, right? Whether it's creating, you know, happiness and memories with my children or creating love with my husband or creating um, this new business, this new network marketing business that fell into my lap or creating any of my coaching offerings to do it from an aligned place and not from a place of this is what I should be doing and look at what she's doing and I have to keep up with her, right? Because that's not aligned. That's not authentic. So for me, aligned creation was my word in 2020 and gosh, darn it. It really helped me stay on my path this entire year. So what is your word? So a couple things you can do is obviously read through your goals, read through your intention and see what words kind of pop out. I know for me, accomplished came up free, authentic, healing, transformation, and embodiment. Those were all the words that came up for me. And so I haven't picked one yet because, you know, this, this, there's so many and and I'm still just kind of like seeing which one really comes through. But as, as of now, I really like transformation and embodiment. I really like those. So, um, just writing down as many words as you want and then allowing yourself the space and time to just kind of let the word bubble up to the surface for you. And this is the word that you're really going to take with you um, into the new year. This is going to be the word that you kind of anchor into. Um, you know, if your word is peace and you have a friend that constantly brings drama into your life, well, now you know. Does this friend have a place in your 2021 where you're focused on peace, right? So this is where these grown up, you know, put on your big girl panty um, decisions come from. You know, if you aren't intentional about your year and you don't bring change, you will live the exact same year over and over and over. And that is not what we're here to do. We're here to grow, expand, um, really just reach the depths of who we can become. And we do that by really anchoring into this work. So guys, what I want you to do after all your journaling is done is first of all, burn your 2020 stuff, anything to do with 2020, burn it. And now for 2021, I want you to kind of fold these papers up and keep them close to you because on New Year's Eve, I highly recommend you do some sort of ritual. What I do is I, because I'm totally into crystals, you don't need to do this. Just This is just what I do. But I go to the crystal store in town and I get all, you know, maybe seven or eight different crystals that really support my intention, my affirmation, and my word. And then I have those crystals with me. I have my papers with me. And I on New Year's Eve at some point, go outside and I actually burn um, the papers because by burning them, it 
takes all of that and it turns it into millions and millions of little particles that go out into the atmosphere. And there are my intentions and and hopes and dreams for 2021, you know, off into the, in the ether, if you will. Um, And I just have a little moment where I just kind of pray and I thank God and I thank the universe for giving me another year, um, another day. And I just anchor that in and then celebrate the rest of the evening. So I hope that this practice is helpful. I hope so much that, you know, come January, February, March, April, you guys are still feeling anchored into the work that you just did. And you're still feeling connected to the dreams and intentions of your heart. So if this was helpful, please take a snapshot, post it on social, share with your friends. Um, If you want a much longer extended version of this, I highly recommend you go and listen to Conversations from the Heart, uh, Yoga Girl podcast, um, because she has a hour and a half long practice on this. I kind of condensed it and made it my own a little bit. All right, guys. See you next week.